Did you ever feel like you missed the memo on navigating midlife? Me too. I realized there's so many parts of midlife no one talks about. That's why I created the Empowered Midlife Playbook. Who doesn't want a guidebook for midlife? Truthfully, it's what I wish I always had. The Empowered Midlife Playbook is a no-nonsense, hilariously honest journey into midlife, tailor-made for warrior women like you who are ready to take control and redefine midlife. It's an eight-episode private podcast series with me that covers everything from redefining success post-40 to embracing empty nesting and the physical and emotional changes with a healthy dose of humor. It even comes with its own workbook. Each episode is empowering you to navigate midlife with confidence. You'll learn how to set boundaries with style, ditch guilt and shame, and prioritize yourself in ways you never thought possible. So if you're ready to turn midlife into your most empowering era, this playbook is for you. Let's transform midlife together. This is not our mother's midlife. It's time for an empowered midlife. And this is all for you for free. Just click the link in my bio. Women aren't born warriors, we become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. Today we are talking about International Women's Day. International Women's Day, at least the one we know now, was started in 1975, but it actually began long, long before that. It grew out of efforts in the early 20th century to promote women's rights, especially voting rights. In its campaign for female enfranchisement, the Socialist Party of America in 1909 held the first National Women's Day which was highlighted by mass meetings across the United States. The day was observed until 1913. Encouraged by German activist Clara Zetkin, the International Socialist Congress agreed in 1910 to create an international version of U.S. holiday, and on March 19, 1911, the first International Women's Day was held in Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland. More than one million people attended rallies marking that day. In the coming years, International Women's Day was celebrated in additional countries and on varying dates. On March 8, 1917, women in St. Petersburg, Russia, marked the day by staging a strike to protest food shortages, poor living conditions, and World War I. This strike for bread and peace helped give rise to the Russian Revolution in 1917, which led to the abdication of Nicholas II. In 1921, the date of International Women's Day was officially changed to March 8th. And in the following decades, the success of the suffrage movement contributed to a decline in the popularity of International Women's Day. However, aided by the growth of feminism in the 1960s and the UN sponsorship in 1975, International Women's Day experienced a revitalization in the 20th century. Today, it is an important occasion for promoting women's issues and rights, especially in developing countries. So here's the question. What if we treated International Women's Day like Mother's Day with the same level of importance and care? 
That's what I'm discussing with my guests today. We are talking about being entrepreneurs, about how to bring women together and amplify their voices, and why you need to take action on International Women's Day. It's not just a social media post. Until we're all free, all women everywhere, none of us is free. We have more work to do. Let's get into it, but first. There's a reason I joined the She Angels Foundation. She Angels gives grants to female-founded, nonprofit organizations that provide mentorship, funding, and resources to a diverse portfolio of women and girls' causes. Together, we can make an exponentially bigger impact, enabling greater diversity and creating a significant and collaborative philanthropic force. Become a part of our movement by joining the She Angels Foundation's Collective Giving Membership. Your membership is an annual fully tax-deductible contribution. Just go to sheangelsfoundation.org. That's sheangelsfoundation.org. Give back to women. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show, Deb. Deb is a pioneer in the world of entrepreneurship and was one of the first in Canada to create companies in the health and wellness sector. To date, she's built seven international companies and inspired thousands around the globe. Deb has been recognized in Success Magazine 48 times and is the founder and visionary behind the Show Up, Stand Up, Speak Up project. She is the visionary behind Show Up, Stand Up, Speak Up, Yes You movement. This is a televised heart-centered project with a reach of 350 million designed to inspire women and those that support women to remember the solidarity of International Women's Day. Deb's 30-year deep dive of study and training the top performance has built her reputation in the field as a speaker, mastermind trainer, and personal coach. She has inspired audience of over 20,000 to stand to their feet. In her private practice, Deb has personally worked with over 30,000 clients, moving them to a higher state of optimal health and wealth. A well-known radio host in the Mission Accepted podcast, Deb interviews dynamic entrepreneurs, ultrapreneurs, creatives, and media professionals who share the guts and glory of entrepreneurship. Deb, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. They always say no guts, no glory. So I guess we're going to be talking about that today. Actually following your gut, right? That's really the thing right there. I'm so excited to have you today and to talk about all the things you're doing. I have to start with this. What in the hell is an entrepreneur, Deb? I mean, I, I'm hoping that I am one. I'm going to see what based on your definition, because it sounds really good. What is it? Sounds really good. And I, you know, knowing you the way I know you, I think you fall in that criteria. So look, I had this epiphany one day as a colleague of mine is like, honest to goodness woman, could you build any more divisions? And I'm like, you know what? Just start calling me an entrepreneur. And it rolled off my tongue. And I thought in my glory, glory that I had had this epiphany of a new word. And I, and I thought, well, let's check to make sure there's accuracy on that. And I went into the world of Google and I am not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> you are not the up with that word. Damn. Damn. So um, look, an entrepreneur is someone who has multiple projects and or businesses that are creating multiple revenue streams that are synergistic or not. It's, it's my cray cray friends. It's my cray cray friends. It's my creatives. You know what? I got to tell you, Liz, 
if there's anything that I try to share with people, because you know, you're a creative, you're a visionary, you get these visions and you just happen to have that piece that can back it up or decides yeah. to take it all the way through. And I really say, cause a lot of times I'm sure you get it too. We're not allowed, my whole team, none of us are allowed to say that B word. Oh, you're so B. And I'm like, we are super abundant over here because when people say that B word, they almost say it like they're sad for you. Oh, you're so, oh, like, like as if it's not fulfilling, you know, things that we do. So what I say is that most entrepreneurs that I know truly in their heart are creatives, but instead of going and maybe painting lots of pictures in many different genres, we just create businesses and revenue streams and media yeah. pieces and programs. That's just it. We're just creatives. That's all. Entrepreneur creatives. I, I love that. And you know what's funny? I work with a lot of women too, like you do, who sometimes when I first start working with them, their their heads are spinning because they've got so many ideas and they've got so many things they want to do. And people have told them, no, you can only do one thing. No, mm -hmm. you know, and so there's a bridge between those two things. So I just want to kind of, if, if you don't mind, I'd love to talk about that just for a second. Like there's a bridge between those two things because there is a world where there's too many things going on. Like there's just too fucking much, you're spread too thin and then you do become the B word busy. Um, and then you do, and then you kind of burn yourself out, the other B word I hate. And you, and then, and then you don't know, like you've become defeated, right? Yeah. So how do you as an entrepreneur do so many things. I'm personally asking you and also how you coach women. How do you do so many things, create so many things, but all, first of all, see them to fruition, right. how actually go somewhere. Like, do you have a certain number you do? Cause I have a kind of way I do this too. So I'm just curious and we get like, I'm like so excited to talk to you about this. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what do you think the key is there? Or what is the key for you? Yeah, so two things come into play. I probably didn't start studying top performance way back when for nothing. I was very drawn to infrastructure. It's interesting, and, and I don't know if you have this, Liz, but a lot of people, because they see parts of my life, first of all, don't see the other part of my life that I keep fairly private. So all they think I do is dot, 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 dot. One, not true. And I really recommend um, that that be the case, that there is something you do that fills your soul outside of your soul filling purpose in your career. That's one. Two is really like as a top performance trainer, that's the first thing I do when I'm working with a woman. I do a, like we call it inspector gadget and just find out, find out where they have extra moments. And if I can say anything, it is the moments that will make your business. It's not the hours. And so you know, it's things like, okay, do you really need to, to speak to people for an hour in your meetings? Can you do 55 minutes? Can you do 50 minutes? Where can you layer? And if I hear one more time, you shouldn't do more than one thing at once. Look, I teach brain health. I'm very versed in the brain. Now, if you're doing brain surgery or you're babysitting someone's kid, you are 100% on. Don't you dare, don't you dare go grocery shopping at the same time. But there's things that you can layer, those two threes. Like I work on a scale of zero to eight, right? Eight is 100% focus and zero is why am I doing it? And so everywhere in between. So if I have a bunch of twos and threes to do, there's no reason why I can't be talking and walking at the same time. You know, I go get my groceries. I could get them delivered, but I go so I get out. I get my meetings done. <laughs> I do all sorts of things. I think it is about top performancing what it is you choose to do and asking yourself to step back and should I do this? Yes, should I do it now? 
Yeah. Should I do this? And should I do it now? And have a barometer. I have a true friend, like a true friend. Like Liz, if I called you and I laid it out to you, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's your job to tell me, look, cray cray, you know, put that to 2025. Someone asked me yesterday, when are you doing the walk across Ireland? I'm like, 2026. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, 2026. You're like, I got to put it off a little. I got things. Yeah. This, this project, this project exploded. And they're like, okay, cool. No one cares. No one cares no one when cares. you put your projects to, but what, and infrastructure. And if I could say anything, hire the coach you can't afford, hire the VA you can't afford, hire the market. I have a CMO, a CFO on a nonprofit, you know what I mean? Like have, have those people in play and sometimes horse before cart, cart before horse. I I am the biggest proponent of that, but let me let me back up and say, I love this, what you're talking about about kind of gauging out like how much focus does this need? Can I make, like, can I optimize? Like, uh, is there optimization I can have here where like these these meetings actually don't even need to happen. These are emails. <laughs> these are 15 minute conversations. These are whatever they, right? Like it, right. all that shit is smart. Like even when I, normally when I podcast, except for you, Deb, because I had to have you on right now. <laughs> um, but normally when I podcast, I batch record. I don't do too many episodes because that burns me out and makes me not excited. But I do try to multiple record in one day. That helps me out, right? Unless mm-hmm. I have somebody like you or Gloria Allred, our favorite, <laughs> then I will of course make a fucking special allowance and say, please, can you you come Monday at, or, or can you come or can we do it Monday? But I love that. I love the optimization. And I love the idea of beginning before you're ready. I, I talk about that a lot, Deb, because mm-hmm. it's true. Like I had to hire people in my company before I was ready. I had to start doing my business before I was ready. I, I didn't have a business plan. I barely had a business bank account. I just started doing things. You know, sometimes that sometimes that, sometimes that messy action gets you where you're going. Like sometimes you just have to do it messy and then you kind of figure it out as you go, right? So I love that. I love that you're talking about beginning before you're ready. Let's talk about this epic, amazing, monumental, I'm trying to think of how many big words I can use, epic, amazing, (laughs) monumental, gigantic um, project that you're bringing in hundreds of women together, myself included. I'm so excited to be a part of this, the 262 project. Tell us about what this is. How did this even happen? This is a, this, no wonder you can't walk across Ireland to 2026. You're focused <laughs> on this, Deb. <laughs> so, Yoga, you talked earlier about following your intuition, and I'm not going to go into the long version because if someone wants the long version, they can contact me. That's Top Performances Podcast, shall we? No. Look, at, I, I'm, I have a daughter who's 30, and at 31, I had an epiphany. So, just do the math yourself. And that epiphany was when I was working out of a women's day book. Um, it had beautiful black and white photography and it went out of print. And yes, it was before Google. So it was out of print. And I said, I'm going to do one of these one day. Now, I didn't know the difference between making a statement and making a claim because I never stopped thinking about that book, never stopped thinking about that book. And during the time where our, our world was going through a little bit of a health crisis. So a good chunk of time later, like some decades, I'm walking across the bridge to meet my girlfriend and I hear in my ears so loud, it makes makes me jump. It's time. And so I have a media company. We had just finished doing an incredible project for 22 women. It was a publication. We had had 140 million uh, media impressions. We've been number one for like weeks and weeks and weeks on Amazon. So when I called my publicist and I said, you know, this woman's book I've been flapping about forever, it's time. She's like, 
Hallelujah. Okay. So then I said, she's like, how many women are we going to do? And we just come off a run of 22. So we were probably thinking at, you know, around that, I was thinking maybe 50, 60 at best. And I'm like, I'll pray and meditate tonight, let you know tomorrow. And for three days in a row, I heard 262. And I got to tell you, first day, no, thank you. Second day, no, thank you. And third day, when it showed the 262 number showed up on my phone, I was like, okay, I, I, okay, you win. And I called my publicist <laughs> and I said, it's 262. And she said, no. And I said, I've been fighting for three days. Get ready. Let's go. And then, which is one of the reasons why, I mean, I liked you when I met you, but I loved you when you told me that you walked up to Gloria and had her, had her on your show is literally, I was sitting on my coach office. That's what I call it. Cause if you don't, you're not an entrepreneur. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I'm on my coach office and this movie gets, you know, kind of sent up on my screen. Cause I'm Netflix is in the background. I'm not watching it. You know, that big, I need some white noise to justify I'm working at nine o'clock at night, that kind of noise. And the movie comes to the front of the screen and it's like, you've watched movies like this. You should watch this one too. And as someone who's been following Gloria Steinem since my twenties, that was a moment for me, kind of like your moment with podcast with Gloria. That when I when I got to say thank you to Gloria Steinem, I mean, I was like, what am I going to say to this woman? I guess I'm going to say thank you. Um, I when I saw that movie, I was like, mm, it's kind of got Gloria all over it. The one I was talking about Steinem, and I'm like, I'm kind of not in a political mood tonight. So I go back to work, and I hear we've sent it three times. Watch the damn movie. And so by watching, seeing all red at the end of that movie, I was like, if you can do that, I can do more texted my publicist that we're changing the launch date to International Women's Day, canceled my afternoon the next day, watched the movie again. After that, I honestly just started downloading 22 summits so women could be seen, women could be read, women could be heard. And so we have this great 262 book of women, and we have this speaking summit that we've called Stand Up, Speak Up, and Show Up. Yes, you, and it is 22 summits, and you know our numbers. We are well past 30 million, million media impressions. We are well past 700 media pickups, and 3,000 women have come, and we are just halfway through. There you go. That's the project. It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. And I want to talk about this. First of all, I love bringing women together like this. I love the idea of making it so many different things, that it's a book, that it's this speaking a platform, that we're celebrating International Women's Day. And let's talk about that for a minute, because that is yeah. something, when we first got on the call, I told you, you talked about intuition, we bonded over that, but then when you said, when are we gonna stop treating International Women's Day like a social, what did you say, like a social media? Well, like yeah, 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 the message, that I got two messages after I watched that movie. And I was downloading the next day because I watched it again in silence. And the message was, we need you to get women to honor International Women's Day the way a mom does Mother's Day because it's turned into a Facebook posting day. Yep. The second, you know, right. And, and when I thought about that, I thought, how true? Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know everyone listening where you when you were raised at a time where there was petitions or there was a little bit of upheaval or there was conversation about this day or there was something that you could do like i remember that weva women against violence against women used to do marches down in front of our art gallery and we just don't have that because a lot of the movement one happens online and two sometimes women forget that there is a movement and so the default is the celebration of the day through social media postings and you might send some texts out hey sister i love you love you love you and I'm not dismissing the work that a lot of women still do on that day and events and summits and what have you, but by nature, it has not been a day that we 
one celebrate or even two do anything different. And so that was a very clear message. And then the other one was had to be accessible and global, which has been an interesting, you know, put together. But I agree. And if I was honest with myself, as much as I am a International Women's Day woman, as much as I can, the concept of solidarity or that feeling of solidarity of women being together all around the world. I don't know if I feel that on International Women's Day as we've become pretty solopreneur and pretty digital. Yeah, I, first of all, you're bringing up so many good points. First of all, that it is a day of celebration. We're not taking that away from anyone, of course, but I think to your point, it should be a day of action. It yeah. should be a day you click the button and donate to something that's gonna further a women's cause. I don't care if it's Planned Parenthood. I support She Angels Foundation. Um, you know, Kat, Kat's gonna be in your 262 project. Kat Curry Williams created the She, Found she Angels Foundation. All that place, all that organization does is give to women and girl run and funded charities. I give my money to them. You know why? Because they fund all these other women, women's organizations. I can't vet all these places out. She finds them. She vets them with her team. So it's a good point. You, I think it's a day of action and it is a day of solidarity. And I think about that also in terms of my friend who I had on the podcast long ago. I've never forgotten it, Natasha Hemingway. She's African-American. She came on the show and we were talking after like Rod, you know, between like, you know, George Floyd, Rodney King, all, all the things that we had ignored. And she came on the podcast and I said, what can we do as white women? And she said, Liz, get me in the rooms that I don't know exist. Mm. Oh, and she said, once I'm in there, I'll handle it, but open the door for me. So I also want to say, if you're going to take action, think about who you can open the door for somebody that is not having the privilege that you have, right? Like we're lucky we're we're really big connectors Deb. we know everybody. But if you think about pulling another woman up, what part of that is opening a door that they don't even know exists for them and letting them walk in the door and let other people know who they are and hire them or whatever needs to, or collaborate or whatever needs to happen, right? So I think I love this idea of International Women's Day being a day of action. I love this idea. Yeah. I, I, I got to talk to what you just said. That was a massive mic drop because you are where you are and I am where I am because like, I don't, you know, we'll have another show about, you know, what it was like when we first started, right? How many people have we hoped and wanted, and I'm watching it happen with my son. He's 20 and it's right. Like I'm as at, you know, you're, you're like, Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? It is really, truly the doors that you open or the people that you refer to, right? So women yeah. will contact you and they'll contact me and they're like, hey, can you refer someone? And you can do that because you have you have gone through that process. And those doors, those conversations, they're critical game changers. They are critical game changers. And I think that's a huge piece of action. I love what you said. The biggest thing for women on international, obviously we have a big event on International Women's Day and we have the most incredible speakers coming in. We've got a party to be said, absolutely. And it's even taking action for yourself. How many women can honestly say that they do a whole lot different on that day? Maybe an hour, maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. Look at on the February 8th summit, we are talking about, we are opening with prep for International Women's Day month and we're closing with prep. What are you gonna do? Here's some things that you can do. Let's do something different. Let's spend an hour different, shall we? How about two hours different? How about something like that? for yourself, for yourself, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. 
And I also think, you know, this is, and we talked about this too. Um, I have my empowered midlife playbook. I feel like there's a lot of women who around our age, Deb, I mean, you and I are doing all the things, but a lot of, a lot of women around our age try to be like, well, it didn't work out for me, or I don't know, I'm too old now, all these, all these bullshit things that we're, we're being told when this is the, really the era of, of the, our biggest and greatest wisdom. And mm -hmm. one of the things on International Day, Women's Day that you can be doing is looking at your damn legacy. Mm -hmm. Looking at your legacy. And I and listen, if, if you're not an entrepreneur, right? Like Deb and I, if you're not over here creating everything, that's cool. You don't have to be that person. But if you are a person who is of, of, of anywhere over 40, because that's when midlife really begins, right? How long are you living? 80, 90, yeah. 100, right? If you're not looking at that around 40 is when you need to start thinking about what is my legacy? And it's not just a legacy of business. It's a legacy of what you're passing down to your kids. Is it a legacy of fear? Is it a legacy of mistrust? Is it a legacy of not following your dreams and passions? I always think to myself, my God, I might not be the best mother in the world, but Lord, my children are watching me go for it. They are watching me play full out, foot down on the pedal with an urgency. And I want them to see that. I want them to see that urgency. How long do you think you have? I'm just gonna say that. How long? It, I, I think of all my friends that have passed away in their 50s. I have friends who are dead. They don't have the chance. This is your time. You have to do it. So let International Women's Day literally light a fire under you to think about your legacy, right? Think about your legacy. Well, you're talking my language because the book is called 262 Women Entrepreneurs, Entrepreneurs, Creatives, and Media Rock Legacy and Tell All. And on one page, literally, it's a paragraph that you get to put something about you, right? Just you, just you. For me, I wrote that music is my therapist. Now, I don't sell music. I'm not a musician. I'm a damn good bathroom singer. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I, like I, I hang with musicians. There's lots of musicians in the book, that's for sure. But um, it is just my piece. And so when I thought about exactly that, what is it that I say? What is it that I want? And now this might sound really, you want to talk about bad parenting? Okay, so this, so my my piece that I said to my daughter when she was 16 and my son when he was 19, because we both had a little bit of a party and, you know, that whole little speech and embarrass your kids moment. And I said, look it, here's my, here's, here's my life advice to you. One is never should you have to sign a contract. Your handshake should be good enough. That's how low, that's how high level your, your authenticity and your, that's, it just should be good enough. There was days where we shook our hands. Second is some days, the best thing about it is it's going to end. And those days you just hit the couch, grab a glass of wine. Personally, I would take a shot of nice Irish whiskey, put on the Pearl album and let Janis Joplin end the night. Look it, that's my life advice for my, my family. And that's in the book. Why not? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, and I think it's so interesting. You and I both have this thing where we, I can tell just because you wouldn't do this project. I always want to know what another woman's thinking. I always want to know what another woman's doing. I always want to know what they're, yeah. how they're living, like what, what is inspiring them? Like this kind of project is such a great window. Talk, mm -hmm. can you talk about some of the women that you have, you've already kind of brought in on this, on this project that you're, that you were kind of like called, like what kind of women did you really want to call in for this? Yeah. Well, so, you know, here's the interesting thing. I think that I had two people, when, when people found out about this project, they're like, how are you going to find 262 women? And, you know, and then we had another 250 speakers. So it's quite a, quite a large, vast project. And I said, well, there's two things. One is I truly believe in vibe and I have enough women around me that I have vibed that they're vibing back and it's having those initial conversations. The second thing is that they will be put in front of me. 
they will be put in front of me, build the arc and they will come. And sometimes I had a little conversation with that arc builder at times. I'm like, okay, can you partner up a little bit more here? But what <laughs> happened, right? I mean, can we just make it a little easier? So in terms of whom is in the book, if any woman resonates to, it is time to stand up, speak up, show up, yes, you, then I end up speaking with them. And a lot of the women are entrepreneurs. They are doing multiple projects. They're, they're, they're um, doing projects that are nonprofit or profit, but they have this very similar theme of wanting to have exposure. They're so passionate about what they do. I've got the quietest of quietest. People think it's going to be all full of book like me and you. Not really. It's, it, I've got quiet game-changing women. I've got women in the music industry. I've got women that are like, you know, Lainey Strauss. If you don't know Lainey, she's in your neck of the woods. She's an incredible woman. She is a celebrity event producer. She helped Ellen DeGeneres raise the 5 million for the gorillas in Africa. She's done work with Seth Rogen. So there's women that have that media, entertainment, celebrity status. Dr. Paula Gordon, who received the Order of Canada for her work on breast health, dense breast, preferably, or not preferably, but that is her preferred study because you have a way higher risk of cancer. And so she is this massive advocate that just rocks the medical world. I'm surprised they haven't punched her out. I mean, the stuff that that woman will lay, the oh truth God. will lay down. So you've got women in, in meta, you know, because it's not all, uh, all entrepreneurs. It is all women that have a message. So, I mean, I could just go through the list. Dee Lippingwell, the most well-renowned woman photographer for rock and roll. She shot, you know, Prince and Jackson and Nick's and YouTube and YouTube. And she's 77 years old. And when I first met her on Zoom, right, she lives in my city. So it's funny how we haven't connected in the music industry. And we sat and we we're walking, you know, we we're across the table from each other like this on Zoom. And we just both happen to be wearing black. And I'm like, hey, D, we're both wearing black today. That's cool. And she's like, rock and roll, baby. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, Such there's great stories that she has. I'm sure it's like a vault of the best stories. I, I interviewed a photographer. Oh, yeah. They were telling me the most. They couldn't even tell me who it was, some of these stories, but they were like, oh, yeah, came with a, you know, came in his underwear. Had <laughs> 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 no clothes, don't know where he came from, still drunk, <laughs> you know, like all the things, like the huge yep. rock stars. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Well, Deb, if you had one message, I'm putting you on the spot. If you have one message for the women who are listening today, kind of something that's been really coming through for you, like you're putting together this project, you, you're calling in all these amazing women. We're, we're gearing up for International Women's Day, which is what, it's, is it March 8th? I think it's March 8th. Yes, March 8th. And then we're going all the way through to a Mother's Day weekend. Like yeah. we're doing International Women's Day and then there's 10 summits in 10 weeks. It is like the fire, you know what the fireworks at the end is like, crescendo yeah and then a big live book signing in vancouver british columbia canada i gotta say canada because there's more than one vancouver yeah um <laughs> but to yes. take it back to your question if i have one, one message, message have for women right now okay so i would say i, I want to say something but i want to back it up because i get to sit and i mean when i get to what a pleasure i get to sit across from women on a screen pretty well all day every day right now and i watch women who want to stand up speak up and show up and the reason why i put yes you because there's a whole 
whole batch of women that I see are yearning. They, they know their business needs this exposure. They know that they need to get their message out, but they don't feel blank enough. And it's like, I'm not qualified enough. I haven't done enough for women. I haven't you know, been active in International Women's Day. I'm too new in my business. I don't have the funding. I don't know. And I watch them stay where they are. And I said, I'm not asking you to stay where you are. I'm asking you to stand up, speak up and show up. Yes, you, if you're across the screen, you're meant to hear. If women are hearing this, they're meant to be part of the project. And then on the other side of it, there's some incredible mavens and you know crones that I call them that have done that, been there. I hear that, I go, don't tell me you're not coming in this project because you've done that, been there. And it's time for the younger women, the newer women in business to take over. I'm like, you get your maven butt and you get it on that stage and you tell us history. You have to teach us history. The reason why Facebook posting on Women's Day happens is because nobody knows the fight. You live the fight. Get yourself back up there and tell us what you fought for so we can continue it on. If you're wanting to continue, you got to pass the torch, not have us assume the torch. And so I have these two yes use for very different reasons, but I watch women backpedal themselves out because they don't feel whatever it is they think that they need to feel. And I watch the sabotage. So look at you talked about it. Just do it, right? Like just do it, figure it out. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out together. It's figure outable. It is figure outable. And you know, it's, if you little, you need a little courage, you know, know this, like to right back to our earlier point, you must begin before you're ready. You're never going to feel like, okay, yes, I'm ready for that stage. Okay. Yes. They should, you know, like you're, there's always some mind fuckery that's going to come in no matter what level of business you are, no matter where you are in your career, there's something when you have to go to that next level, when you have to have to go mm -hmm. to that next place, there's like a part of your brain. It's just like a doubt machine. And it just wants to be like, I don't know. I just don't know if you can do this. It's just, this is not a good idea. You're going to make a fool out of yourself. All of that stuff. That's normal. What's, what's, uh, which, what's ad, abnormal and what's the, what the difference is between the top performers like you're talking about is we do it anyway. We do it anyway. We hear all that shit. It's not that we don't hear it. We just do it anyway, Deb. <laughs> we just go forward, right? Absolutely. I, I mean, I've been telling people, if you listen to my motivational speaking in the morning, like I literally have a speaker in my bathroom and I've been listening to some serious Oprah the last couple of days. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Right. I listened to Gloria, the, the interview you did with Gloria. I've listened to that three times and went and listened to another one. I'm like, I also need to be reminded why I'm doing, you know, from one o'clock in the morning to like, this is game on. And we all push our mental you know, ability. And here's, you, you want to talk about the messed up part about it is that your brain doesn't tell you, no, you're not going to do that because you're scared and you're feeling not enough and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's going to tell you, oh my God, those, those, I need new tires. Oh, I can't because I've got to <laughs> help my mom, my sister, my neighbor, my this, my that. Oh, I haven't done. It will make up logical, reasonable, justifiable crap to stop you from going forward. And I can tell you, we go through it too. There is, you don't think that there's been days, this is a three-year project where I've been on my knees going, who thought this was a good idea? Who didn't <laughs> tell me to stop? You know, we just hired three more people. This is gonna be televised, it, you know what I mean? Like this is, this is big even when I say it to myself. So that's the, that's the messed up part is that it shows up like a logical reason not to do it. Yeah. And yeah. 
It's mind fuckery. Well, I am so glad we talked today, Deb. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And to your point, everybody should watch Seeing All Red with Gloria All Red. Get inspired. Start thinking about International Women's Day. Make sure you contact Deb. I'm going to put all Deb's contact for the 262 Project. See how you can get involved. But let's make International Women's Day an actionable day. We're not just celebrating. It's okay to celebrate. But we got a long way to go, ladies. We got a long way to go. There's things to do. So it's time for action, right? So thank you, Deb, so much for coming on today. Absolutely. And I just, to your point, look, even if we're good, you know, even if we feel like International Women's Day, I think there's a true, for me, for me, I'm not equal till we're all equal. I'm not free till we're all free. So if you can't do it for you, do it for a woman in another part of the world that would be thrown in jail to say International Women's Day. So with that, I thank you so much for letting me having voice on your show list. I know your show, it's amazing. And I feel so honored to have been asked to speak on it today. Well, I love you to death. And we have we have made a lot of things to do together, Deb. I, I know, I know. My brain's going like <laughs> It's like, keep those two people apart at the party. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't bring the two entrepreneurs together. There's going to be 10 more projects. Oh, my God. All right, everybody. Okay. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a five-star written review because that keeps us at the top of the charts. This is Conversations of Warrior Women with me, Liz Swadek. And remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye, everyone.